previously on You All Everybody. Look at me. Look at me. I am your I'm friend. I'm your friend now. <laughs> Stupid. It's three boys. It's a tit load. How much is exactly a tit load? Three, apparently. Not like one. <laughs> you only get two tits. My asthma, it's attacking me. Because I didn't drink my champagne last night, I'm going to drink it right now. That While sounds like an excellent thing. idea. I've got my wine. Maybe aim it the other way. <gasps> wow. That didn't sound good. Did that just explode? <laughs> Welcome to you all, everybody. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? Good. Guys. Oh, pretty good. Good, good. good. Uh, and then today we uh, have, uh, actually have a guest. We have Chris joining us once again tonight. Welcome back. Thank you. Happy to be here. This week's episode focuses on Boone. So the obvious choice, like, well, the original choice for what we're drinking was obviously had to be Boone's Farm Wine. Uh, but then a couple hours ago, I was like, oh, wait a second. The episode is called, uh, the episode is called Hearts and Minds. And there's a drink called a mind eraser that I happen to have the ingredients for. And so that's what I was making right now. So for the first show that we're recording tonight, you're starting with a mind eraser. Let's hope we can get through two yes. shows. And I'm the one that's doing the narration. <laughs> so that'll be uh, interesting. Um, but uh, I'm actually drinking both. I But I, only have, I don't have as much Boone's Farm. I have a mind eraser, which is... Okay, so... First of all, we're drinking Boone's Farm. I have, Which one do you have, Vanessa? I got the sangria. The sangria? Yeah. How is it? It's sweet. <laughs> it's good. It tastes like a juice. Berries. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, pretty much like all Boone's Farm, basically. Yeah. Like, So we got the uh, Strawberry Hill one, which kind of tastes like something a hobo would drink on Valentine's Day, or I guess a single mom. <laughs> yeah. Single mom. <laughs> it's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> And then the the mind eraser drowning in my tears and Boone's farm. <laughs> <laughs> they just fall into it and make it a little salty. Yeah. <laughs> so then the uh, the other drink though, the one I'm drinking is called a mind eraser, which I made is with uh, two ounces of Kahlua, two ounces of vodka, which I'm using Svedka, and then it's supposed to be topped with club soda, but we only have lime flavored club soda, so I'm using that. <laughs> so I bet that goes real nice with the Kahlua. <laughs> Yeah, it's supposed to be layered, but it didn't really layer itself. It's just black. <laughs> so you're supposed to drink it with a straw. To... Uh, you're supposed to drink it with it's a straw. It's also supposed to be over ice too. <laughs> so bad. What's it oh, supposed to, to taste like? Who's a straw or no? Uh, okay. So you're supposed to what you're supposed to get. It's weird tasting. You gonna throw up? Yeah. See, it's weird. It's like chocolatey vodka. But the lime is what makes it weird tasting. That's weird. <laughs> so basically, it's supposed to be layered. So you're supposed to get the uh, Kahlua first, because that's at the bottom, and then the vodka, and then the, the soda or something. But Like at also... first, you're like, no, this is a mistake. And then after, you're like, oh, no, not bad. It's a Kahlua. I take another sip. <laughs> yeah. You want some more? <laughs> no, I'm good. I don't want a mind eraser right to start. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, so uh, it's all right. But anyway, uh, okay, before we get to the episode, like into it, uh, let's get the info out of the way first. So today we're on episode 13 of season one titled Hearts and Minds. And as I mentioned, this is a Boone-centric one. And I guess Shannon too, sort of, but more Boone. Uh, it originally aired January 12th, 2005 and was the highest rated show of the night with 20.81 million viewers. It actually had five... What? Well, what? I was going to say, but what was it up against? <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> if you want to look it up, you can let us know. <laughs> I want to know. I you said know it was everything. the highest rated show of the night. I'm just curious. What was it up against? <laughs> I don't know. You should find I, out for I, us. I'm good. Uh, it had. It was actually 5.12 uh, million more viewers than the season average. Uh, or it had five point, but it was down seven hundred eighty thousand viewers from the week before, which may kind of make sense because I'm sure, like when last week's episode originally aired, which w- the last week, the last episode was whatever the case may be, Chris, which was the one about Kate robbing the bank. Oh, okay. For to get that fucking toy airplane back. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So like, if you were going into that, like into that episode, expecting. The storyline with Claire and Ethan to continue, and then just got Kate getting her fucking airplane back. I'd be like, "What yeah. the fuck is this shit?" Definitely. And so it, yeah. So I can see why the ratings will be less this week. So you're like, "Oh fuck that show." Yeah. And I'm curious if they actually go down for the next episode too. Especially if like you dropped out after the first couple episodes, and then you heard everybody say, "Oh, they're finally getting to the good stuff." Yeah. And then you, yeah, that would be. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, uh, okay, so this episode, it was the first episode co-written by Carlton uh, Carlton Cuse, who eventually became a showrunner alongside Damon Lindelof and actually helped him map out, like, the direction of the show and, like, the, all the mythology and the mysteries and stuff like that. And so if you, and if you end up not liking any part of the show or something about it, he's, like, one of the people you can, like, blame. Or just, like, <laughs> just, know. like, hate, like, uh, go on Twitter or something. And- I know I'm uh, 15 years too late, but... Season one, episode fifteen. You really screwed what was up that there. Shit? Yeah. Uh, and he uh, he co-wrote the episode with Javier Grillo Maroche. I think it's his last name. And it was directed by Rob Hal- Halcomb. It uh, takes place on day twenty-four on the island. And uh, like going into this into the episode, we don't really know much about Boone, right? Like I think maybe besides yeah. the fact that he runs his mom's wedding business. He can run a business and he can stab someone in the neck with a pen. Oh, That's he, all yeah. I know. And so he far. used to be a lifeguard and he seems to have some sort of pen fetish. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. A what Anything fetish? Anything else about Boone? Pen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it also kind of seems like he's been hanging out with Locke quite a bit since they went looking for Claire and they found the metal thingy in the jungle. And would you say that's a good thing or a bad thing? Vanessa, you're probably okay at that, right? Like, since he's leaving Walt alone now that he has a new friend? Um... I have some thoughts about everything. <laughs> you want to wait till the end? No, I mean, yeah, I'm glad he's leaving Walt alone, hanging out with uh, Boone, but I think he's a bad influence on anybody. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, uh, so are you ready to get into the episode now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so we began the previously on Lost. Which shows the group prepping to go look for Claire and Boone, and then Boone pairing off with Locke. And then uh, Shannon basically giving Boone shit for not paying attention to her. Kate reassuring Shannon that Boone's safe with Locke. And then finally Locke pulling an Erica by predicting the rain. Which, hmm, I would have had the same reaction. <laughs> it's going to rain. <laughs> oh, apparently Erica can predict uh, rain because of clouds or L- some shit. Like Amanda Seyfried in Mean Girls? Yeah, exactly. Fifty percent chance it's already raining. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not about clouds. It's the way the clouds look and the way the air smells. Yeah, but uh, she's she's uh, yeah, she's good. But anyway, so we start out once again on an eye, but this time it it what is that? Oh, sorry. 
But uh, this time it opens and it's just fucking creeping on Shannon and Saeed with, uh, as Saeed approaches her with the gift. Yeah, they present that creepiness right up front. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I didn't feel that way about Boone before, but as soon as they opened on that, I was like, okay, so something weird is going on with him and Shannon. Yeah, yeah. seriously. And uh, which Saeed gives her a gift, which was his way of saying thanks for helping him with uh, translate Rousseau's maps. And I'm pretty sure he gave her hills, which like I'm sure she'll get a whole lot of use out of those on a fucking desert island. Am I right? She will. Yeah. Oh, she was just going to wear them even though she's like walking like a giraffe. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So Boone's uh, sitting there staring at him as Hurley walks up and asks him if if he he and Locke are still hunting boar because they haven't come back with anything in like a week. So Boone tells him that hunting's hard and Hurley must have been a little like hangry right there because Boone, like his response to Boone was maybe you're not trying hard enough. (laughs) Like, come on, dude, hunt harder, you know? And I don't see him going out and helping hunt. He was a little more intense than that. He was pretty. Uh, he was he was acting a little bit like Charlie in that moment. Uh, like like a heroin addict. Yeah. Uh, what's going on he's, with that board? He's Jonesing. I need some board. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I like how Hurley kind of takes care of everybody and is like, you know, we need to feed people. He's the only one think responsibly. We need to count the people on the he's island. Don't care about people. He's hungry. <laughs> no, he was. We should have just started singing the song. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying he should have started singing the song. Oh, the, the the bacon song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's aching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bacon, bacon, bacon. <laughs> Hurley's great. Hurley's my favorite character, but he was definitely just looking out for himself in that moment. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely like, but, no, no, no. I need board now. Yeah, which we find out why. But uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, Boone Boone looks back at Shannon as we get a. Whoosh, Going to her first flashback with Boone just finishing playing up tennis with some blonde gal at a country club. Uh, and he gets a, sh- a call from Shannon. She tells him that things aren't so good and then starts crying while yelling at some dude in the background. So Boone asks her where she's at and she tells him that she's in Sydney. Get another whoop, Go back to the beach. Boone walks up to Saeed and is like, stay away from my sister. But Saeed's pretty much like, okay, do whatever you say. But like, should have <laughs> just been like, you realize I used to torture people, right? Because come on, that was like, honestly, like... No way Boone actually thought that Saeed would have been intimidated by him because the whole time Boone's trying to be all badass, Saeed is just, he's fucking smiling at him. Yeah. <laughs> and and Boone uh, proves us right over the next, uh, over the course of the yes, episode oh, here. Definitely. And <laughs> Saeed, like Saeed should have just been like, dude, you got beat up by Sawyer. Did you not hear about the time I tortured him and then stabbed the fuck out of him? Like, I would destroy you. <laughs> Come on, man. Boone's just thinking, just wait until I get my hands on a pin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so before Boone gets a chance to pull his pen out on him, Locke calls him and tells him that he found some fresh boar tracks. So uh, they head into the jungle, and, and Locke tells him not to fuck with Saeed, but Boone's like, but he's hitting on my sister. So Locke tells him that uh, people, and then he tells Locke that people are starting to ask why they still haven't brought any boar back. Locke is like, F-, F that, those jerks can eat fish. We got to find out what's in this bitch right here. And then we see them arriving at the metal door thingy they found is the screen goes black and we get another, and we get a, <laughs> okay. And we go uh, to the jungle where Hurley more or, less, more or less tells Jack that he's been living in Diarrhea City lately. So uh, Jack asks him what he's been eating. Hurley names off a bunch of fruit Jack tell, and Jack tells him he needs to eat, start eating some protein. But then Hurley says there hasn't been any boar, so Jack tells him to ask Jin for some fish. Hurley tells him that Jin hates him because when uh, Jin offered him some sea urchin back in the what, first episode, I think, 
Hurley turned it, her turned him down, which was a nice way of putting it because he didn't he didn't just turn him down. He laughed in his fucking yeah. face. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I told him nice no. Way. Like <laughs> he did, which he did. Yeah. I didn't watch that one. I didn't rewatch that one. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, uh, Jin, Jin is super nice about it. He goes up and starts offering to him. He's like, what? He's like, no, no, no fucking way. Like, <laughs> just like laughing at him. Like, yeah. okay, so he was an a-hole about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. super asshole about it. I, I just want to make a note here, which is that if this were reality, I'm pretty sure like 25% of the conflicts on this island would be like poop related or like digestion related. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I told you to stop shitting over by my tent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Without like that's plumbing and stuff, that's going to be most of what they're dealing with for the first couple weeks. <laughs> Especially, I, I feel like Curly's having such a hard problem though because he's not vegetarian. Obviously, like for people like Kate who said they were vegetarian, like this is probably not an issue they're having. I doubt there are very many of them are vegetarians, and just eating fruit, having only fruit to eat. All day and not. I'm, I doubt there's that much. Yeah, because you at least get a decent amount of fiber from vegetables. Yeah, but fruits isn't it? Is it diuretic? I should have looked that yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. It also has a lot of a, a, like an acidic quality to it. That's why I tell you don't drink orange juice before bed. Mm. Which you do anyway. But. Mm. I like it with vodka. So anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Hurley grabs a bunch of leaves and tells Jack he needs to go pee out of his butt and then walks away. Okay. Uh, Jack- I like how Jack just thought that was funny too. He's like, "What are those leaves for, man?" He's like, "Well, I'm not eating them." And then walks away, and Jack thinks it's hilarious. Tegan, like- <laughs> Tegan was watching this one with me, and she goes, "I cannot believe he has to go to the bathroom in the wild." <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. Well, she's never been uh, like like twenty two and drunk because I'm sure it'll happen eventually (laughs) where she goes to the bathroom in the wild somewhere. Because I'm sure between the two of you, at least one of you's done it before. What gone to the bathroom? (laughs) Outside, yeah. I peed in the bushes in front of you and your dad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Guys do it. We go out potting out in the desert all the time. Like, what am I, the Queen of England? Jeez. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, that ship sailed a long time ago. Yeah, I'm just just saying. Like, yeah. It. It. uh, it, Yeah. I, I mean, I'm more worried about like having issues as far as like not. Making it to the bathroom? Yeah. I'm, okay, I'm fine if I'm out in the wild. Like, there's bathroom everywhere. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, Jack notices uh, Kate getting uh, gathering fruit seeds, so she takes them. She ends up taking them to the garden that Sun made. And then Jack's all super impressed by it and is all like, yo, this is awesome since we're running low on bow. Boar. We're running low on boar. And Kate decides to start up some fucking drama by telling him, well, maybe, you know, we're only running out because Mr. Clean over there decides he doesn't want to share it anymore. <laughs> Plus... I heard he called you fat. <laughs> I don't know why she why 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 would she say that? Anyway, we go uh, back to the jungle, which where Locke is mixing something up in a hollowed out coconut. As Boone sits down next to him and questions what exactly they're doing, uh, at, like with the metal door. So Locke tells him like this long ass story about one of the Ninja Turtles, with the moral <laughs> of the story being basically for Boone to stop whining and shut the fuck up. And then says that the hot the hatch doesn't have a handle, so it's going to take a minute to figure out how to open it. You know. I just don't understand. They've been sitting there staring at it. Why aren't they at least trying to dig while they stare at it? See if they can. I mean, that would be more useful than just sitting and staring. I mean, maybe if you dug around it a little <laughs> yeah. bit more, or like excavated it, maybe there's a door. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, 
Sitting and staring isn't going to do yeah, it. Well, they have it. They see the door. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. Also, have they tried knocking? Oh, actually, uh, that's what that's what uh, Boone says in the the script. Says something about Boone. They're like, we should just try knocking on it. But they ended up cutting that. But uh, I mean, if they've been pounding on it this I, whole time and nobody's come up, I wonder yeah. if uh, I wonder if Boone started like kind of digging and locks like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Slow down there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did I say I was done looking at it? Come on. We can move to that square foot in two days. <laughs> I initially thought that uh, Locke was mixing up some sort of like explosive paste or something to yeah. like. That's what I thought, too. Like he was making C4 or something. Yeah, something. It wouldn't That's put good. it past me. With all the skills he's got. So the whole this whole time, I'm really getting, I don't know if I felt this way the first time we watched this. I'm really getting a cultish vibe here. From who? Like, Locke is trying to start his own cult. I can see and he's that. Going, you, you go mm-hmm. for the weak-minded people first. Yeah. And you get, you know, Boone is like one of the weak-minded people. Get him under your control. Get him following yeah. you. Who would you, who would you go for next? Start trying to re- recruit the kid next. Probably Walt. That's probably why he's going after Walt, too. You got to get the kids and the weak-minded get people. You got to get the weak-minded and the young. Yeah, once he figures out Charlie's a druggie, that's probably who it's he's it. going for. Well, well no, Starts he, off with a little bit that. of drugs. Probably. But he made him get rid of his drugs. Oh. Or did he? And he kept them. Oh, he just didn't want him on <laughs> heroin. He's just going to give him some LSD paste. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hooked on a different drug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's going to... Him and Ethan are going to get together and, and uh, start the first branch of Scientology on a deserted <laughs> island. <laughs> I mean, Trey's got the experience, but, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, story, uh, figured out, trying to figure out how to open it up, and then we get a flashback to Boone knocking on Shannon's door in Sydney, a guy answers, and Boone says he's Shannon's brother, so the guy lets him in the house as Shannon walks into the room, she sees Boone, is, like, pretty much like, what the fuck are you doing here, and basically tells him to leave while kind of, like, trying to sneakily show him the bruise on her forehead, Boone notices the bruise and so he turns to the dude and yells don't you ever lay your fucking hands on my sister ever again and then punches the dude right in his fucking face <laughs> oh wait no he didn't he walked he just walked away and left no. he's like good luck he just <laughs> left her with the abuser yeah exactly he's like all right best luck to you it's like i'm gonna go get my money and solve it that way <laughs> ah sh-. he's like I'll, I'll 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 give you what's for- oh wait i left my checkbook at home I'm at the hotel <laughs> all right i'll be back um yeah, so uh, he ends up leaving and we get a whoosh, go back to the island as Hurley runs up to Jin, attempts to tell him that he knows Jin doesn't like him, but he has like he has his own spear and he just wants to know where to find some fish. Jin just kind of laughs at him before saying something in Korean and walking away. Basically like, head back to the beach, bud. <laughs> and Hurley's, well, Hurley's like, you said something kind of mean, didn't you? And yes, yes, he did. He did? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, not like super mean, but like. What did he say? He said, I have no time for amateurs to stay out of my way. Oh, well, <laughs> It's not too bad, you know. I mean, he, he said it with a big smile on his face. Exactly. Yeah. Especially for being called, like, Chinese for, like, two, the first two weeks by Hurley. So, you know. Yeah. But, uh, so we go back to Locke and Boone walk into the jungle as Boone tells Locke that they're going to have to start telling people what they found because eventually everyone's going to start questioning if they're even hunting. And Locke's like, no, oh, fuck that. And Boone's like, fine, but I'm going to tell Shannon. And Locke's like, bro, why are you, you all up on her dick? And fucking Boone actually says, because she's smart and special in a lot of ways, okay? Which, like, I feel is how my mom used to tell people, like, what she used to tell people when I was a kid after they noticed me picking my nose, you know? Like, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's wrong? Nothing. <laughs> so, uh, 
Boone uh, says he needs to tell Boone says he needs to tell her because she keeps asking questions and Locke's like okay so then do you think she's going to ask you about that lump on your head and Boone's like what lump on my head and then Locke fucking hits him over the head with the back of his knife it's like that lump motherfucker <laughs> but Boone's knocked out so he didn't hear him that, I mean they should have had me as a writer is what I'm saying but anyway uh, definitely Boone uh, wakes up a little later all, all tied up and is once and Locke is once again making whatever he was making in his coconut bowl some brain eraser yeah, exactly. Is it, he's, <laughs> he's getting that mind eraser ready. That's that island mind eraser. Uh, but uh, Boone promises not to tell anyone about the hatch if he unties him. But Locke is basically says that he's doing this for his own good and then smears his coconut concoction on the wound on Boone's head. He then tells Boone that they're four miles from camp and then throws a knife on the ground just out of his reach and walks into the jungle as we see Boone struggling to kind of try to reach the knife and get, then get a... Whoosh, Another flashback with Boone at the Sydney police station trying to report the dude hitting Shannon as we hear some jackass yelling in the background and then see Sawyer being hauled away by a couple of cops. The cop tells Boone he needs some evidence and asks why they have different last names. So Boone tells him that Shannon's his stepsister and their parents married when he was 10. The cop does not seem to give a fuck about Boone, (laughs) like anything Boone's telling him. Anyway, uh, and then tells Boone that they can't do anything about it without either some physical evidence or a direct complaint from someone, which, like, maybe things are different in Australia because I feel like you can hopefully, hopefully, that in, in the U.S., if you did that, the cops would do something about it, like, mainly because they're like, oh, I can hit someone. Sweet. I think they might do maybe, like, a welfare check. Like a wellness check? Yeah. Yeah. But that's probably mm-hmm. at most what they could do at that point. Yeah, but I feel like with a witness saying that he saw a bruise, you would think that that would be enough to yeah. at least get them to knock on the door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anybody caught it, but there was a croc hunter in there. Mm-hmm. The one nickname of this episode. Oh, damn. I didn't even I didn't even catch that one. I did not. Sawyer, Sawyer called one of the cops croc hunter. I did not. I, actually, I did hear that, but I, it didn't even process as a nickname. I did not. Yeah, that's yeah. just how he talks. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <you> just, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so we're still in the flashback, and we see Boone walking up to Shannon's boyfriend, offering him a twenty-five, to offer him twenty-five thousand dollars to break up with her. Boyfriend says he'll, uh, it'll take fifty thousand, and then Boone starts writing him a check. Which two quick things? <laughs> First, that guy. How fucking dumb is that guy if he takes a check for this? Like, True. Yeah. I'd want cash. Exactly. Like, do you think Boone just wrote bribe in the memo? I mean, you technically don't have to fill out memo. I know. I was just kidding. <laughs> For the guy trying to pretend he was in love with Shannon, 50000 is a little cheap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was 2004. I don't know. Maybe. I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> it seems like you could squeeze uh, a lot more out of Boone. He, he's not very strong. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> that is true. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then the other thing I wanted to mention was that Boone mentioned that this is his third time, like third boyfriend he's paid off to leave Shannon, which made me curious if she keeps using the same reason. Or if she comes up with a new one each time. Like last time she's like, I'm in love with the stand-up comedian. We were going to get married. And Boone's like, ah, oh, fuck that. And then probably like paid him off with the bar tab at his next comedy show. <laughs> That's just for Erica because she knows how. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Zero uh, loyalty. Pay off easily with anything. <laughs> Drugs, alcohol, doesn't matter. It's true. Stage, some stage You could have just paid him off with stage time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a better joke sorry no it's cool uh so anyway we get to go back to the island with kate helping son do gardening stuff and telling her she was on her way to bali before she ended up on a flight to la which i'm curious if that was true or not because at first i was like what a fucking liar but then i was like oh she was like i mean 
she basically was like, I was exploring through the island and like having a great time. And then I just found myself on a flight back to L.A. Yeah. Like I happened to find myself on a flight. <laughs> Poor me. Like no context behind it or anything. Yeah, she doesn't need to know that stuff. I think she has uh, suspects of son knowing English because every time she's around her, she looks at her like, does she understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Anyway, so she makes a joke that only Erica and Son would find funny, apparently, because, And Kate has his son smiling at it and is like, oh, shit, you speak English, don't you? And Son asks her not to tell anyone. So uh, over at the beach, Hurley is trying to copy the way Jin is fishing, but sucks at it. Hurley ends up stepping on a sea urchin, and apparently he watched a friend's marathon before he got on that plane, because he starts begging (laughs) Jin to pee on his foot, which Jin refuses to do. Like, really begging. Yeah. He, like, pretty much almost unbuttoned his pants for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, this might not have anything to do with the sea urchin. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, uh, anyway, I guess uh, Jen eventually understands what Hurley's trying to tell him because at first, uh, like it says on the the script, that at first he's uh, telling Hurley to just pull the spines out because it's a sea urchin, urchin and mm-hmm. but then he gets that Hurley is trying to get him to pee on his foot so he tells him, no, you idiot, that's not going to do anything. That's for jellyfish stinks. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Which and also, positive. I think that's a myth, too. Yeah, yes, I'm that's pretty not positive. True. That's a myth, yeah, too. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> but uh, so next we go back to the jungle where Saeed is making a makeshift compass. Which, as did you know it was Saeed until the camera panned down to see his face? No, why? Were his fingernails better? Uh, n- I immediately knew it was Saeed because of fucking... Gross-ass fingernails. I didn't even notice the nails this time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that must be Saeed. Who else has fingernails like that? I did not notice that. <laughs> but uh, he's in the jungle trying to make a uh, make- makeshift compass. Locke approaches him from behind, startles him. He asks Locke what he asks what Locke is doing out there. Locke tells him that he and Boone were hunting inside. Is pretty much like, that pussy is hunting? <laughs> and Locke asks him what uh, he's doing out there. Saeed tells him that he's trying to figure out Rousseau's maps. So then Locke kind of makes things a little awkward by mentioning he was an unpopular kid before handing Saeed a compass and then walking away. Said he was a weebelow. <clears throat> yeah, but he made it awkward. Yeah, he did. He's like, I was really popular in school. And then Saeed just like doesn't say anything, just stares at him. He's like, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so we go back to Boone, who apparently decided to take a nap, but is woken up by Shannon screaming for help. She tells him she's tied up as well, and we then hear the roar of either a velociraptor or the alien, a robot. <laughs> alien dinosaur robot. Yeah. yeah. Boone's like, oh, fuck, and basically forces himself to reach the knife, cuts himself free, and then runs over to Shannon, cuts her free, and then they both run and hide in a banyan tree as we see the shadow of a shadow of the monster. Gets quiet for a second, like it might have left, but then starts slamming up against the tree. Uh, in another part of the jungle, Saeed walks up to Jack. And asks, asks him which way he thinks north is. Jack uh, Jack points it out and Saeed says he's right. And then shows him that the compass lock gave him is just way off. So then back at the banyan tree, Boone and Shannon are still hiding. But the alien robot seems to have left. So they kind of walk out cautiously as Shannon asks Boone what he did to piss off Locke. Boone says he didn't do anything. And then we get another flashback to Boone's... Uh, Boone... I need to stop drinking. <laughs> oh my already. gosh already <laughs> yeah I, have, I only had a sandwich today I, probably, I need to eventually eat something too but yeah I think a mind eraser was a good idea then. Eh, it's like three ounces Boone says he didn't do anything as we get another flashback get another whoop, 
Flashback to Boone and Shannon and uh, Boone at Shannon's house in Sydney. He tells her to grab her bag so they can get the fuck out of there. And but she's acting all like guilty and weird. And then her boyfriend shows up and is like, "Come on, mate, she's hustling you." And mentions that Boone's mom screwed Shannon out of her inheritance after her dad died. Boone calls her a bitch. Her boyfriend's like, "Hey, nobody calls her a bitch but me." And then just starts beating the shit out of Boone until Shannon manages to pull him off and Boone leaves. Uh, so we go back to the island with Locke sitting down on the beach staring at the ocean as Jack sits down next to him. He asks him how the boar hunting is going and Locke tells him that he thinks they migrated because they, they're hunting them out. So they, they left. Uh, then go to Kate walking with Son. Son tells her the only person that knows she speaks English is Michael and that Jin doesn't know. Kate asks why she doesn't tell him, and Sun says because she loves him. So then Kate asks, she then asks Kate if she's ever lied to a man she loves, and Kate's like, please, bitch, I lie to everyone. Come on. <laughs> That's what I said, too. I was like, Kate lies to everybody. Yeah. I'm like, what a better person to ask you, like, ask to keep yeah, your secret. seriously. <laughs> she's good at that. So over at the fishing hole, Jin offers Hurley some weird thingy. Hurley accepts it, eats it, and then immediately starts puking. Uh, back on the beach, Charlie helps, or Jack helps Charlie with some firewood and asks him how he's doing. And Charlie's like, I don't have, I don't have me drugs on me best friend. I'm bloody awful. And, uh, or me best girl, sorry. Jack asks him what he thinks about Locke and Charlie tells him that he saved his life and that Locke is probably the one person that he thinks can save all of them. Mm-hmm. Then we go over to the caves where Hurley sits down next to Michael, who looks super happy about a wooden box he found. Jen approaches them and hands Hurley a fish, which, which he'd already cleaned out, and then walks over and begins talking to his son. And I was like, do you think like he gave Hurley the fish because, like, as a thank you for not peeing on him? <laughs> like, oh, thank you for not, for not doing that. I appreciate that. Well, I was wondering about the thing he gave him before. At first, I thought he was giving him something for, like, the sea urchin pain. To help. Yeah. But then it, I don't know, It never they never addressed it again, so it kind of seems like he just gave him something gross because it was funny. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's possible. Uh, it looks like a weird, yeah. It just looked Yeah, weird. it didn't even say what it was in the in the thing. I didn't look at, I didn't look at the, that part in the script, but it didn't say what it was yeah, in the it transcript. It kind of looked like sea urchin, really. Like, yeah. It, yeah. That's... Some sort of oyster-like creature. Mm-hmm. It's like, if it attacks you, you eat it. Mm-hmm. But, uh... <laughs> Show it's his boss. Back, back in the jungle, Shannon begins giving Boone shit about Locke, but Boone defends him and then tells her about the hatch and says that uh, he told Locke he... Sorry, it says... Uh, and says he told Locke he wanted to tell her about it, which is why Locke tied them up. Suddenly, the monster rips up a couple of trees out of the ground and then begins chasing them before picking up Shannon and makes some chomping noises, which probably isn't good. I just wanted to kind of point out at this part, I felt like... I usually like the music in the show. But I felt like they were playing straight, like, Godzilla music during that part when the monster was chasing Really? Him. I don't know. It sounded, like, extra dramatic to me. Um, and then also when it was, when it actually picked up Shannon, it, yeah. the, the sound design, it sounded like, it sounded like buzz saws to me or something. Something, like, really high-pitched yeah. and almost mechanical. Yeah, the, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, the, the sounds they chose for that thing are weird. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, like a wood chipper? <laughs> so, uh, Boone begins running through the jungle looking for her as we get a and flashback to someone knocking on Boone's hotel room door. He opens the door, and there's Shannon who tells him that her boyfriend took the money and left. 
He's like, damn, girl, you drunk as hell. And she's like, bitch, I knew you bring the money because you love me. And then they get like weirdly starting getting a little busy. So I I couldn't re- remember how much they actually showed from the last time we watched this episode. But Tegan was watching with it, watching me yeah. with it. So I kind of fast forwarded it through because I didn't want to get questions of why is he kissing his sister? <laughs> I just- <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of skipped that part. You should have said CPR. No, CPR, CPR. <laughs> He's a lifeguard, sweetie. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so uh, a little while later, Shannon tells Boone that to, uh, Boone, Shannon tells Boone to tell his mom that he rescued her again and that they can just pretend that things are normal like they didn't just go to pound town, which he isn't happy about. So uh, and then we get another whoosh, Go back to Boone looking for Shannon in the jungle. Finally finding her lying on some rocks all tore up and definitely dead. We, so we see him a little while later having made it back to camp where he sees Locke just sitting by the fire. Charges at him with a knife, but Locke just flips him over and damn, like, this guy's like 0 for 6 with trying to fight people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I'm tempted to, to, to make a little montage of every t- instance when Boone gets beat up on the show. <laughs> it's pretty great. That would be good. He tried to fight the Australian guy. The Australian, I just can't believe he tried to fight that dude because he was like a half a foot taller. Yeah. And probably had like 100 <laughs> yeah. pounds on him. <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, every single time he tries, it's it's so quick too. It's not like it's an actual fight. It's yeah. like him like saying something and then the other person putting him in his place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Boone lands on top of him and is trying his damnness to, to actually like stab him, push down and stab him. Mm. But Locke's just holding him, holding his arms, no problem, yeah. while questioning him. <laughs> yeah. And not seeming to have much trouble holding him. Locke has the presence to be like teaching him a lesson right now and he's doing everything he can yeah. to kill Locke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Boone tells him that the alien robot killed Shannon and that she died in his arms. And Locke is like, bro, you don't have any blood on you. And then right then Shannon walks past him with sight and. And uh, Boone slowly realizes that the goop, goopy stuff that Locke put on, his, put on his head made him hallucinate the whole thing. So then Locke asks him how he felt when he thought Shannon had died. And Boone tells him he felt relieved. And then Locke is like, good. We still have nine, nine problems, but now that Shannon isn't one, let's go to do some hatch stuff, huh? And then they both walk <laughs> off into the jungle as the screen goes black. Uh, it just seemed like uh, Locke got like half a chug and was like, is that what it made you see? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was really hoping Locke was going to be like, okay, so anyway, you want to go finish the rest of that stuff I had? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go eat the rest of that paste? <laughs> I just put it on your head. Imagine what happens when you eat it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. So, uh, are we good with doing the, the post-episodes thought, like stuff the way we did? Uh, like the thoughts that we did it last week by going through the characters. Does that work? Okay, cool. So I guess we'll start with Boone. Anybody want to start off with their thoughts on Boone in this episode? Pathetic. Yeah. And he definitely would be the first one I would recruit for a cult. Because <laughs> he yeah, would be the enough. easiest. Like, just tell him, oh, you got this. You're. We're going to be great. We're going to do whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm important now. I'll follow yeah. you wherever you want me to. Yeah, he so desperately wants to be important, but yeah. he can't do, like, anything right. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised he found yeah. his way back to camp, honestly. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, I didn't think I really had much to say to him. He seems to get beat up a lot, and he 
gets pushed around a lot. And then apparently the only thing he loves more than pens is his sister. <laughs> which I find weird, but like maybe like not weird at the same time. Like it's weird that he's more or less been her brother since they were kids, but like they're not actually related. I, uh, sorry, this is going to get weird. <laughs> they're not actually related, but like, okay. So I know it's always weird because, you know, brother, sister, but like he was 10 when he first met her mm-hmm. and he, you could develop, like, a crush threat because you didn't know the person. And then I don't know about other boys, but, like, at that age, you, you don't exactly care about personality. Like, yeah. when I was 10 I, and I thought she's, a girl was pretty. She's I used, pretty, yeah. Yeah, I used to have a crush on her. And I wasn't like, yeah, she's pretty, but she doesn't make me laugh. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That was totally something I was worried yeah. about as a kid. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and especially, like, if she's bitchy, that just means she likes you. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like he, and that's if he didn't already know her. Like, what about if, she, like, what if Shannon was a girl at his school that had already had a crush on him, and then it turns out that her dad and his mom started dating, and all of a sudden it's a stepsister. Like, this crush isn't just going to disappear. No, it's just like I get to see her yeah. more often. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it sounded like from what she said, he's loved her forever. Yeah, so he obviously had something for her when they were. Yeah, younger. exactly. Like, I'm glad that I got everybody on board. That it's okay to, you know. I wouldn't yeah. say it was okay, <laughs> but I mean, that would be weird going back to wherever they are, LA, and having to tell everybody, getting married I mean, to the girl I called my sister for <laughs> 10 years. It's not like they're going to produce any weird creepy Ethans or anything. That's so, true. I mean, that's true. <laughs> well, like, when does it, when does it get less weird? Like, what about if their, her parent, their parents married when he was like 16 and she was 14 or like 18 and 20 or something like that? That's less weird? Or is it just, is it just as, I don't know. I guess that's less weird. Like the less time they live together, the, they live together, the less weird it is. Before they start, before they bone. That makes sense. Yeah. Like that the fact sense. that they were together since they were 10 years old. I kind of think it's always weird. I don't know, man. I yeah. just, yeah. I, I just think you shouldn't. There's so many other people that you can yeah. date or see I mean, out in the world. Why even go there? I mean, at a certain age, it's your parents' fault. (laughs) (laughs) The girl he was dating, obviously, they tried to play her up to kind of look like Shannon. Like, she's just some, like, blonde, skinny girl. Looks pretty close and similar. Yep, not very many of those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it seems like, I'm sure that the place he likes to hang out, too, he's, you know, country clubbing it up. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. sure sure. it's full of blonde, skinny white girls. That's also probably why he doesn't know how to fight. (laughs) Man, what if his mom looks just like Shannon? That'd be so weird. <laughs> then it's super weird, no matter if they're blood related or not. <laughs> any other? Uh, any other? Anybody else have any other thoughts on Boone? Nope. <sighs> no, I still don't like him. It's stupid. Okay. Um. Okay. So move on to Shannon. Like, I really don't have much to say about her since she was basically only really in the episode like really in the episode for the flashbacks i mean she's starting to grow on me like <clears throat> from last week learning you know she's kind of got feelings she's she can be smart if somebody pushes her pushes her actually like gives her the self-confidence she doesn't seem like she can always be bitchy so you mm-hmm. know she didn't like immediately throw the shoes back at Said and be like these are the wrong size numbskull or whatever, she basically was like, oh, they're, you know, kind of the wrong size, but it's okay, because my feet have kind of gotten bigger on the island anyway. Like, you know, she she was nice about it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like she's not as bad as we thought, maybe. Uh, sure. Except for maybe, you know, sleeping with her brother, but. 
<laughs> that little thing. Yeah. Um, I, all I have is that she definitely knows how to manipulate Boone and doesn't seem to have much of a problem doing it. Yeah. I was really hoping that on rewatching this stuff that I would like her more because maybe, I don't know, maybe public opinion when I watched it the first time around was just bad. But yeah. I still kind of don't like her a whole lot. Yeah, she. They don't, there's not really a whole lot to that character. Yeah, yeah. not really. Yeah. I mean, I I don't feel like I really have too much of opinion one way or another. I I don't hate her, but she's useless on the island. So it's just like, eh, whatever. Okay. Um, go to next lock. Any thoughts there? Cult leader. He's... No. Uh, I do feel like I don't know. I got. I mean, obviously, more of a weird vibe from him because he does seem like he's trying to start a cult. Um, yeah. But I just, like, kind of, like, felt like like he was, I don't know, control. like, he can control things on the island. I'm just getting this weird feeling from him. Like, because of the rain or, and there's obviously something more. I don't know what it is yet. One, one second. One second. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. What'd you hear? Like talking, but like it sounded like close. I don't know. Our headphones are haunted. Um. Um. And like, and I want like, does he know more? Because you you think I you know I've been thinking he's crazy. He's this or that. He's in love with the phone sex operator, but. (laughs) Does he really know more than than we think he does? And what does he know? He seems to think he's helping Boone, but like I wonder if Boone actually told yeah, him that, was... that he slept with Shannon. Like if Locke would have been like, Oh dude, yeah. she was a phone sex operator or something, because otherwise that's gross. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he would care. No. Um yeah, and then I like I was actually I thought it would be funny is if if there like wasn't actually like any sort of monster alien robot thing, but Locke had just drugged everyone and they're all hallucinating. <laughs> that would be good. It's just running around pasting the back of everybody's <laughs> exactly. heads. While they're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it was like, sleeping. He put it in their water supply. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, put it in the he water. He put it in the boar after he killed it. Hey, that's not <laughs> Everyone's just been hallucinating <laughs> for three weeks. Yeah. I was I was just gonna say he he seems really sociopathic at the beginning of the episode. Like, there's the part where Boone is uh, fighting with Saeed, and he comes up to him, and instead of saying, like, oh, you should be nice to Saeed because we're all just trying to get along or whatever, he's like, oh, Saeed could be useful to us, so uh, you should not start yeah. conflict with him and try to be friends with him, and you need to drop Shannon because she is useless, and I, I don't know. Just all that <laughs> yeah. stuff was very associated. And the whole point of his lesson was like, hey, you know what would be great? If you had no, like, human attachments on the island, so you would just do what I say. That is true, yes. The, the whole cult leader yeah. thing. Yep. My opinion didn't really change. I was like, damn, he's still really smart. <laughs> he's good at stuff. He, I mean, Charlie, yeah, he's great at stuff. And, you know, Charlie being all like, oh, yeah, that guy is weird. Uh, I, I wasn't really, like, he he basically was like, yeah, that guy's really fucking weird. Like, I don't know if we should trust him, but I have my full faith in him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, pretty much, like, he's like... I literally, I wrote down a quote, absolute faith to save us all. That's yeah, what that's what he said. That's what he told Jack. His exact quote was, I have absolute faith that Locke is going to be the one to save us all. Yeah. Well, he, he helped him. He just helped him get rid of his drugs. Yeah. But, but uh, I think Charlie's more like, 
he helped me get off of drugs and he found my guitar. Even yeah. though he swindled him out of it. <laughs> yeah. Got those drugs from him. Um, and then as far as Hurley and Jin, like I thought it was, I think it's funny the way her, uh, Jin interacts with most of the other survivors as opposed to like his interactions with his wife yeah. or anyone else that interacts with her. Mm. Like he may have ad- initially blown off Hurley, but he was at least somewhat pleasant about, about it to him. Mm-hmm. And he's been catching, he's been catching fish, like enough fish for everyone to feed. But I'm only like I only mentioned that because it definitely seems like he still has those nice guy qualities inside him that we saw in House of the Rising Sun. Mm-hmm. But we usually only see him interacting with Sun, and like we said before, like I I think it's possible that he acts like a like I'm sure this well maybe like intentional from the for the writers like he acts like a jackass towards her because he resents her for having to do whatever. Like it is that he does for her father. Yeah, yeah, it's. I think his defining characteristic seems to be like holding a grudge. Like even though he's kind of nice yeah. to Hurley, that <laughs> does seem to be the point they're pushing with him. It's like if you piss him off, he's just not gonna like you for the rest of time. Yeah. I just have the unpopular opinion. Like so far, rewatching this, I don't really care for Hurley at all. Like, <laughs> no, really? I, uh, he's, uh, genuinely, he's the he's the I, real monster. I honestly really <laughs> liked him. Obviously, the first time I watched it, like he's a really easy, likable character. Until like this time around, watching like he's been super mean. He's been racist. He's like laughing at people and stirring up trouble and conflict. Like honestly, I have seen very little except for him making a golf course to help everyone out with their stress. As to a nice guy quality in him. Like He's I, nice. I, he gave Claire extra food. Yeah, that was nice. I'm just saying, like, I... This time around, he is not as high on my list Yeah, as he would have been in the past. Okay. I, it's unpopular opinion, just saying. I have noticed a lot more disdaining qualities on his part this time than I did last time. Alright. Fair enough. I think that just um, like the reason I like him so much is just because he's acting like I think a real person would act. <laughs> like if I got trapped yeah, on a desert island with a bunch true. of people, the last thing on my mind would be like all the interpersonal bullshit between everybody. I, I don't care, man. We're trying to survive. Yep. It's true. I think, I, I don't know. I just think he's everybody's favorite character and everybody loves him so much. But I, I think that it almost like rose glasses in for everybody to where like nobody's really paying attention with how... <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of shitty. Problematic he is. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Write like, something been up very, to where like, you're writing like he's the worst character on Lost. <laughs> I'm not going to say he's the worst character on Lost. I don't believe that. I'm just saying to date, the real he, villain. He's definitely not my favorite character to date. You're probably okay. right. Probably a lot of why people like him is just the charisma of the actor, and not so much the actual yeah. actions of the actor or the of the character. Which I mean, to date he's... we haven't really met Hurley. Like yeah, we have true. not had a flashback for Hurley at all. Mm-hmm. Um he's just basically kind of popped up here and there to complain about stuff or make fun of people. So to date <laughs> I don't really know him except for kind of being a little bit of a jerk. Yeah. Fair enough. Um okay, so then the uh, the last people were just a mixture of So we saw that in this episode, Kate, Sight, and Son learn that Kate, uh, Kate learned that Son speaks English, which I guess, like Erica said, is probably the best person to keep your secret. <laughs> and then Shannon hitting up, uh, or Sight hitting up Shannon and still trying to make sense of Russo's maps. But anything else I forgot to mention that you guys noticed or wanted to mention? Uh, no, I think Son and Sight are still my favorite characters. 
Sun is just useful. Yeah, I think this time around, like, I have a lot more... She's thinking ahead. Uh, more of a little bit more feeling for them this time. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I'm trying to think if I like someone different this time. I don't mind Kate as much this time. But, you know. Okay, so, uh, I guess let's take a look at the teaser for the next one, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, let's see. Next Wednesday. Hey! What the hell's going on? I get you with my son again. I'll kill you. Claire's diary. Someone's taking it. We need to get off this island. Are you suggesting something? Yeah. We build a raft. Where's Claire's diary? You mean this one? Give it to us. No, I'm not sure that's the best idea. Ow! (laughs) (laughs) Walt! Dad! Where are you, Dad? Dad! And all new, lost, next Wednesday, 8, 7, 7. That's that's such a weird... Like, it's like the person told... (laughs) <laughs> like i know this is the last one this is this is the last one that we can like like talk further like ahead about it but like this is it's like someone kind of told him what the episode's about but not really <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i like how dramatic they tried to make charlie punching sawyer in the arm <laughs> <laughs> he fucking well, slug bugged him yeah exactly yeah for real <laughs> They slug bugged him in his arm. They got stabbed. Yeah. It probably hurt a little yeah, bit true. more than it normally would. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, okay. It just looked funny. Yeah. Uh, and there's only a little bit of trivia for this one. And then I have a, like a quick clip of uh, like a quick clip to watch. But according to Lostpedia in the audio, audio commentary, it is stated that the two compass scenes weren't originally in the script for this episode, but that they were added because the episode's length was short. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which is you know, which is but, uh, just great. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Sawyer appearing in Boone's flashback was the first explicit, sorry, first explicit connection. A char- Sawyer appearing in Boone's flashback was the first explicit character connection revealed in a flashback. Because hmm. I first I was going to put down like it was the first time a character appeared in another character's flashback, but no. Jack was in yeah was in the yeah. other one, and there's been a couple times. Mm-hmm. But because well, uh, Jens and Jacks too in the background. Yeah. So uh, there's another behind the scenes, fe- and then there's a ben- behind the scenes feature after this episode, which uh, are called Lost on Location, which I think I showed you guys a clip from one yeah, yeah, yeah. last time. But it's mo- uh, this one's mostly just Carlton Cuse breaking down Boone and Locke's relationship, but Ian mm-hmm. Summerhalder actually Shannon. Boone and Shannon. Is that what I said? Nope. What did I say? Boone and Locke. Oh. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, you know. Potato, potato. <laughs> uh, but Ian Summerhalder, who plays Boone, shares a funny story that I was going to show you guys real fast. Usually, like, I've seen other interviews with him. He's usually got a pretty funny personality. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Like that one I sent you, Vanessa, of him when oh, he yeah. finds out that his coworker is pregnant. Come on. That was funny. <laughs> Ian and I have this, shall we say, pre-coital thing, <laughs> which... I personally think is way too good of an opportunity to just pass up and I mean come on we've got to do something right it's too good of an opportunity to screw with Ian so it's gonna be fun. When Maggie and Grace chewed up garlic and onion yeah. and spit it into my mouth we were making out in the scene and she spit garlic in my mouth while we were rolling. Ew. Obviously the practical joke was coming and, and our cast Bro. is kind of made of practical jokes as well and I thought god you know it's our first kiss. We've, I've got to do something awful to him. They totally set me up. I left set. They had already, they had already wrapped. We'd, we'd wrapped. They checked the gate. Everything. And I'm walking out, and I hear. 
Uh, bring Ian back in, please. The director forgot something. I didn't want to ruin the actual scene, so I waited till the last take, and everybody was in on it except him. The whole crew knew, and they were just the whole time just like crossing their fingers. I thought it was a different take because it wasn't this subtle, you know, pensive kiss. It was like a thing, <laughs> and she had released a bulb of sautéing garlic and onion Ew, into my mouth, and it like so went gross. underneath under my tongue, like you know, like you let a fine wine go down. Oh. God. I'm gonna puke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's oh, that's so good. <laughs> so gross. Okay. Uh, that's uh, I would quit. That's not. <laughs> I'm very sensitive uh, so... food to food. I would quit. <laughs> so we... I don't think I would trust her again. Like if I had any other <laughs> oh, scenes yeah. like that. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. So. Uh... We definitely have an okay. So then, moving on, we already have a drink decided for the next episode, which is about Michael and Walt, and it's titled "Special." So we uh, we're going with the drink called uh, Saturday Night Special. Which do you, should I tell the ingredients or just? Yeah, because when I looked up Saturday Night Special earlier, it was definitely not a drink, and I was really confused. <laughs> I had to look. For, I, yeah, I had to look, look, look for something, and so I, I found. Yeah. Wait, what did you find? It, like it's when a you gun, type right? in Saturday Night Special, it's a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. only guns yeah. pop up, put, and I was like, you have to put cocktail in there, or, uh, or I put drink, oh, okay. which helped. But <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't what popped up, and I was really confused at first. Um, it is. What did I say? It was it's one ounce of bourbon, which I think we're gonna use. we're using Jack. Which Vanessa, is that what you're gonna end up using? Yeah, I got two little of the mini servings of Jack Daniels. Okay, so uh, one ounce of bourbon, and then uh, in a pint glass, and then a uh, a bottle of it says Bacardi Breezer Orange, but they don't sell that in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, sorry. But they don't sell they don't sell any Bacardi Breezers in the U.S. Interesting. Um, so we're using Smirnoff Ice. Uh, what is it? Is screwdriver? Screwdriver. Screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we're gonna use that. But anyway, so that'll be the drink for next next episode. And then uh, moving on to the Sawyer nickname game, which was pretty darn easy to count this week because I didn't catch that one. So I thought there wasn't any, but there hmm. was one. Which, uh, oh yeah, I forgot that uh, Chris gave me guesses too, but you know, it doesn't matter because he lost. So uh, <laughs> I'm guessing <laughs> Vanessa guess won with the way she was like quick to point out the nickname. I don't remember. I never remember how much we guess. Yeah, I never. Well, remember. we we I finally started writing it down. So it's uh, Erica guessed two, I guessed one, and then oh. Vanessa guessed three, and then you had four. So it was actually me again. Which what what <laughs> what? Okay, so then and then the guesses for the next episode we had, uh, I guessed four, Vanessa guessed three, Erica guessed two, and then Chris guessed one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but anyway, so that's for the next one. Um. Oh yeah, lastly they'll put this on the this episode on like the the list. I wouldn't say this is super low on the list just because Okay, we cool. learned again <clears throat> that the island shows people stuff. Um we learned that north isn't exactly where north is maybe. Okay. So- we have another character that found out sun knows English. True. Yeah, a bunch, a bunch of stuff happened. Yeah, so I mean, I wouldn't say it's low on the list. Is it better than, let's do it this way. Is it better than whatever the case may be? Yeah. Yeah. Stupid airplane. Man, Kate just can't catch a break. No. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. So, nine? Yeah. yeah. I'm good with nine. 
I like I liked this episode because we got a little bit of everything. We got their backstory, which yeah. I liked learning. I don't think it was a bad backstory. Um it was it was a good backstory for two characters that are kind of like whatever. And we learned we saw a little bit more about the island that there's still more weird things going on. We see Yeah. Locke is starting a cult. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so cuz yeah, cuz we're not 14 yet. Yeah. Okay, so uh White Rabbit and then so it placed it at number 9. Okay. I mean, this episode's kind of whatever, so it's like that's fine. <laughs> no objections. Cool. No. That was easy. <laughs> All right. Any other uh thoughts? No, I don't think so. Nope. Uh, Chris, do you have anything you would like to plug? Actually, for once, I do have something plugged, so, uh, yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, I'm making a podcast about Zack Snyder's Justice League, which just came out on HBO Max. Uh, we are going, on this podcast, we are going to watch it and talk about it and probably do a lot of complaining about it. Okay. Yeah. That sounds fun. What are you doing that with? Uh, well, uh, don't, don't say anything because it's kind of a secret, but... Actually, this whole thing is just a, a ruse to to torture my a-hole of an older brother. Oh, yeah. I heard that guy sucks. He, yep. He certainly does. <laughs> <All right>. Okay. <laughs> anything, anything else? Uh, nope. That's pretty much it. You can find that pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast. Uh, depending on when this comes out, it's going to be about to come out or it will have been out for a, a little bit. So Cool. And then uh, what did you say the, na- the name of it was? Uh, the name of the podcast is Justice Fatigue. Did we or did we forget to mention yes, that part? Yes, we did not say that part at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Justice fatigue sounds good. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess please follow us on the the social stuff, which is you all. Yeah, you tell them. <laughs> follow us on the social stuff, or the dog will murder you. That that's that's a threat. <laughs> hey. Uh, which is uh on Instagram, it's at you all every pod, and then. Facebook is fair. You just look up you all every potty. Yeah. And then that's it. I don't think we have anything else. Nope. Nope. Okay, cool. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Okay. <laughs>